Yeah, we want to talk about a story that was actually in our My Day in History segment yesterday. Uh, it was a strange event that occurred in the 50s related to hockey and prison. <laughs> I can't believe this hasn't been made into a movie yet. It's, I know. It's got to happen. Maybe maybe we can help get this uh, some momentum and make it happen. <laughs> Reach out to all those movie producers we know. <laughs> all of them. Is there like maybe one or two? I don't know. <laughs> um, so it does sound like a concept for a sports movie. Um, kind of, what was the football one that Burt Reynolds was in and then Adam Sandler did? Was it they... The Longest Yard? Yeah. Yeah. It kind of resembles that. Of course. Well, I think there was an original version that had uh, Burt Reynolds in it. Yeah. Yep. They're, yeah, the classic movie there. So on February 2nd, 1954, Groundhog Day, a warden named Emery Jacquez at the Marquette Prison in the Upper Peninsula invited the Detroit Red Wings to come there and play a game outdoors. It was the first time the Red Wings had ever played an outdoor game and quite certainly their first and only game to ever be held at a prison. Yeah, the rink was uh, contained by razor wire top stone walls and uh, watchtowers around the rink had armed uh, guards in there and considered (laughs) one of the state's most notorious maximum security prisons. It was nicknamed the Alcatraz of the North. There's been a lot of articles about this event over the years. Of course, there were concerns because the population of the criminals there were some people who had committed some of the worst crimes imaginable. And it's said that their hockey skills were just as heinous. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, since fighting is legal in the game of hockey, there were concerns about that as well, Lacey. But uh, nonetheless, they decided to go ahead with the Groundhog Day game. Anyway, and the day of the game was uh, perfect for some outdoor hockey, and there were no fights that uh, we are aware of, at least. The Red Wings legend Gordie Howe, who was among many stars of the team to travel to the UP for the match, said the ice was the best he had ever played on. it was a crisp 22 degrees and overcast skies with a very light wind. Perfect for some outdoor hockey. Uh, the game was thrilling for the inmates, even though those who played were soundly defeated by the professional team. Uh, the prison team went with the nickname Marquette Prison Pirates. The score was 18 nothing in favor of the Red Wings over the Pirates at the end of the first period, and they decided to just not keep score for the rest of the game. And this is probably my favorite favorite part. Uh, Gordy Howe tried to help by switching teams mid-game, even wearing a number 16 Pirates jersey. Uh, they didn't have a number 9 available, apparently. I guess not. I don't uh, know. The Red Wings also swapped a few other players, including goalie Terry Sawchuck, as well as the defensive line. Yep, and the Red Wings general manager, Jack Adams, they won a trophy. It was a honey bucket that was made into a makeshift trophy for the win. I wonder if they've got that somewhere. I that bet would they be do. amazing. Yeah, I'd love to see a picture of it. Uh, the game made history in several ways. Uh, not only was it the first winter classic, sort of, but no other NHL team has ever played at a prison against prisoners, as far as we know of, other than uh, the UP Winter Day in 1954. Yeah, and um, I, you can read this article. There's a picture of them coming out onto the ice uh, on the article. Detroit Red Wings' first outdoor hockey game was at a Michigan prison. I did post the story into a couple of Facebook groups, and there were some some funny comments. Uh, did any that you can uh, share? Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, one said, well, of course the Red Wings had to travel to play the team there. They couldn't play any road games. <laughs> <laughs> and then just this Good morning... Good observation. Yeah, this morning someone else said, huh, must have been a very big penalty box. Two minutes for high sticking and 20 years for uh, murder. <laughs> Two minutes to 20 years. I love it. <laughs> So uh, anyway, that's, 
It, I'm a big hockey fan. You've actually yeah. helped get me more into the sport right. since we've been together. I had a friend uh, that got me uh, into it in my later teens, and uh, I started watching the games. And I mean, they're an easy team to root for uh, most of the time, historically. <laughs> and of yeah. course, a lot of good things happening right now as well. But yeah, uh, I I'd never heard of this. I can't believe it. I, same thing when I came across, or you came across it when we were mm-hmm. uh, putting together our my day in history, and I was like. I want to look further into that. And some of those things we found, like Gordy Howe uh, switching, switching teams. To, to play with the other team for a while. And that it was like the best ice ever, apparently. Yeah. It's just amazing. Fun stuff. 95.3 WBCK. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Arm yesterday uh, really uh, brought about a lot of stuff, um, including the postponement of Michigan's own official groundhog making her prediction yeah. on when spring will start and winter will end. and But she's still going to, apparently, right? She's still going to. <laughs> so let me introduce you to Woody. Woody is the official groundhog for Michigan and has a higher accuracy rate than Phil, what's his name? <laughs> a little bit of a shot there. <laughs> a little bit of a shot. While the masses may tune in to watch Puxatani Phil make his yearly prediction, here in Michigan, we wait for Woody. And while Woody is uh, comparatively new to the weather prognosticating game, with her 24th year coming this year in 2022, her accuracy rate is at 76%. Yeah, compared to Puxatani, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> He's, he has had predictions only about 39%. He's been at it much longer, uh, all the way back to 1887. That's a very old groundhog. Uh, perhaps uh, maybe he's slipping a little bit of in his old age. Yeah, and sadly, due to the winter storm blanketing much of lower Michigan, Woody is postponing make her, making her prediction until Saturday, Saturday February 5th. Yep, and uh, also uh, Woody beats Phil in the cuteness department as well. Absolutely. She's one of only a few females to predict the end of winter and the beginning of spring. She's a true trailblazer, so (laughs) I am uh, in her corner all the way. Uh, Woody calls the Howell Nature Center home, and the Howell Nature Center is a nonprofit organization funded primarily through programs that they offer and private donations and special events. Yep, they host a fundraiser every Groundhog Day, and if you do want to attend the postponed event, we do have information for you on our website. There's a link uh, under this story. Michigan's official Groundhog Woody postpones weather prediction because of weather. (laughs) Um, Now, she kind of has, she already knows what Punxsutawney Phil did. So Does she? What if she just says, all right. Do you well, think she's got time to worry about what that guy that's only 39% of the time accurate uh, did? So you don't think she's going to be uh, altered anyway by what no, he did yesterday? not at all. Uh, if you're wondering how accurate Woody's 2021 prediction was, well, she nailed it. She knew spring would be arriving a little bit later last year. It seemed, I thought spring was a little bit earlier last year. I think- We warmed up, but then uh, we got more snow in the spring, uh, well into March and... Yeah, even even some very cold nights at early April and mid-April, and yeah. I guess I'm forgetting. I probably wanted to forget about that. But you could read all about that at 953wbck.com, and I got a bonus fact. Oh, all right, bonus info. Uh, woodchucks, groundhogs, same animal. Huh. Did you realize that? I did not. So a, ground- a woodchuck and a groundhog are the same animal. It's just two different names. So they both can chuck wood. <laughs> How much wood would a groundhog... Chuck, Chuck, it doesn't sound the same, though, does it? It doesn't work as well. (laughs) For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts 
so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.